Hi, I'm Jake Parker, and this is my podcast, Beyond Fit. My goal is to help you live a happier and healthier life by providing actionable knowledge and advice about a wide range of health and fitness topics, as well as self-improvement. If you want to find out more about me, visit my website, jake-parker.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi guys, this five minute fit tip is called why breakfast, the most important meal of the day, is a myth. So I'm sure we've all heard this before that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So I'm gonna break down why that's said and why that's not necessarily true, why I feel like it's a myth and go into a couple different details about that. So first of all, I think that breakfast being the most important meal of the day is grounded in solid reasoning and solid intent. Uh, for two main reasons, those being number one, most people like to feel fed and are used to feeling fed. And so want to go into the day, you know, having a meal on their belt. And number two, that it can help with regulating your appetite and eating for the rest of the day. So one of the things that people run into is if you skip breakfast, a lot of the times people eat just way too big of a lunch and not only overconsume calorically, which can lead to problems, but also overconsume and just not feel well, you know, feel groggy, feel tired. So that's one of the main reasons. And then the other one, like I mentioned, a lot of people feel better when they've eaten breakfast and have that food in their stomach. They feel like they're ready to go. They feel like it's feeling them. If this is you, that's not necessarily bad, but it worries me a little bit because for me, one of my biggest principles to not be overly reliant on any certain substance, thing, situation. So like breakfast could be one of those things for me. Sometimes I like to fast just for the reason of, you know, seeing how I deal with not having food in my stomach and still going about my day. I think it's useful to be able to perform well with or without food and not have to rely on that meal to fuel you. Uh, this is a term called metabolic flexibility, the ability to handle different nutrients differently, but also to handle different meal timings and having food and not having food. It's a big reason why I will fast once a month for 24 hours, something I'm going to go into more later. But for me personally, like I've mentioned before, maybe you know that maybe a little bit less than half the time I'll fast until noon, just not eat uh, breakfast because I'm really not that hungry in the morning and I don't feel like I need it sometimes. But also for that aspect, like I kind of just mentioned, it's interesting and it's a conversation I've had before. You know, if you feel like you need to eat breakfast and you need that food to fuel you and you can imagine yourself not eating breakfast, that might be all the more reason to try fasting and try not eating breakfast, try not eating until, until lunch, until about noon. Because uh, after trying it for a little bit, you might find it's a lot easier and your attachment to or routine for eating breakfast was not so much of something that was necessary or something that you really need, but it was just something that you were psychologically attached to and a habit that you had. But like I said, breakfast being the most important meal of the day is definitely grounded in, in solid advice and uh, some solid thinking. In my opinion, a lot of people like to get a lot of nutrient-dense foods at breakfast, which is always good. Things like eggs, meat, you know, if you're getting some fruit, whole grains, stuff like that, that is good. But if you're spreading these things throughout the day, if you're eating them for lunch, for a snack, for dinner, as long as you're getting that healthy food in, those healthy, nutritious, whole foods in during your day, it really doesn't matter so much when you have it. You're not going to go into starvation mode or anything like that if you don't eat breakfast. It's not going to inherently impact your weight loss or weight gain in any specific way. What you need to know and what I always try to hammer home is that your weight loss or weight gain comes down to the calories in versus calories out. So I know that a lot of people aren't going to want to track calories and aren't going to want to get in the weeds with that, which is fine. But you have to realize that that's the main driver and the main impactful thing. Now, if you're eating whole foods consistently, eating healthy meals, 
and uh, not completely overeating and really uh, more or less honoring your appetite and really being in tune with your body and what it needs and what it's asking for, you can get a really, really uh, just a lot of positive progress and really good health outcomes from using your intuition and just trying to be healthy, consistently eating right, consistently exercising. And like I said, it's never, it's never quite as simple as calories in versus calories out. It can definitely work to track macros, to track every calorie. And that's sometimes an easier way of going about it. For me, that's what I like to do a lot of the time. If you're more of the analytical nature, it can be something that's really helpful, but you don't have to. But another advice that comes, advice, excuse me, another uh, example that comes to mind is just the fact that I've been looking into, and I'm very curious about like the whole fats versus like reduced fats and cheeses and dairies and things of that nature. So like for milk, I, I started drinking whole milk because I feel like it's less processed and as it relates to this example, you know, one of those things that you don't necessarily think about is that skim milk is going to be less satiating, less filling than whole milk. And so that's where it comes down to two different things. So whole milk, a cup of whole milk is 150 calories and uh, a cup of skim milk is 100 calories. So if you're tracking that, it obviously may make more sense to go with the skim milk. Sometimes those more whole fat, like for this example, whole, whole fat milk makes more sense because it's going to satiate you more, make you feel more full. Um, so really being in tune with your body, making sure you, you realize what goes on behind these sayings, these popular health sayings that we have in our culture, because they're not necessarily malicious, but uh, they can be hurtful in the sense that like, I know that some people really live, live or die on that hill of oh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. But a lot of times these people maybe uh, have an, an unhealthy amount of body fat or be overweight or obese. And so in this case, if you were to cut out breakfast for this sort of person, and it led to them consistently eating less calories and losing body fat and going back to a more normal weight, it can be really helpful. Likewise, if someone just wants to get a little bit more shredded for the summer, which is coming up and you stop eating breakfast and your first meals at noon, that can lead to less calories in uh, throughout the day if you're controlling that if you're being mindful of it, which can also be helpful. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, breakfast is a topic that I talked about on my Instagram TV story this week. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't already. And let me know if you have any more questions about this topic or just about breakfast in general or anything nutrition and fitness related. I'm always open to any questions or conversation. Thanks. Hey, it's Jake again. If this podcast provided you any value, I'd encourage you to share it with someone who you think might enjoy it. In addition, it'd really help me out a lot if you would go and subscribe or leave a review for my podcast. It's super easy. And in addition, if you have any questions or comments, I'd love for you to reach out to me by email or Instagram DM, which can both be found on my website. Thanks.